If you've ever wondered about club basketball and whether or not your kids should play, then you need to listen in because my guest, Adam Rankin, has a lot of experience with the sport, and today he's going to explain the benefits and disadvantages of club basketball and tell you why it's important that your kid starts at an early age. So tune in, listen up, and share this with anybody who loves the sport as Adam breaks down club basketball today on the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Guru! Welcome back to the Game Time Guru. I'm Shane Larson, and before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody that you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can even go down to the Anchor app and download that. Find me on there. I do some daily quick takes um, with you know just you know uh, hot topics in sports every day. So find me on Anchor, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. But also, please go and subscribe to my show. Um, on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, um, Google Play Music, wherever you can find me, or even go to my website, www.thegametimeguru.com, and you can find me there. Now, today, I have a special guest with me. His name is Adam Rankin, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about club sports. Uh, but first, I want Adam to introduce himself. So, Adam, thanks for joining the show, and, and can you give a little bit of an introduction of who you are and you know your background in basketball? Yes, absolutely. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me, Shane. I appreciate it. Uh, I like your podcast. Uh, I've listened to a number of them, so I highly re- highly recommend um, everyone follow your page and uh, take a listen. So, um, again, as you just stated, my name is Adam Rankin. Um, I'm from the Boise, Idaho area, uh, born and raised. Um, I uh, played varsity basketball at Boise High School. Um, and after that, played college basketball in uh, California um, uh, at a junior college called Foothill College uh, next to San Francisco. Um, after that, I uh, was a graduate of U- finished my undergraduate degree at uh, University of Idaho and uh, spent some time in, living in the Portland area about eight years and moved back, uh, I don't know, about four years ago. And uh, so I have uh, three boys, three little boys, uh, ages 10, um, 7, and 6, that have started entering the, uh, started playing club basketball. So I've, through the, because I'm, you know, raising these boys that are playing basketball and involved with basketball, I myself have become involved in club basketball, so become pretty familiar and have organized a club um, to play against other club teams and so uh, have had to become familiar with what club basketball is, what it is here, how is it different from other areas, you know, uh, spending some time in Portland and coming coming here and the differences. Uh, And then I've also uh, coached high school basketball while I was in Portland. I coached – junior varsity basketball at a private school called Catlin Gable. Um, okay. I coached uh, junior varsity basketball there. And since um, I've been here last year, I coached uh, junior varsity girls at North Star uh, Charter School. 
So I coached their high school JV girls team and uh, am taking over their boys varsity program um, this year and have coached them through the summer up to this point. That is awesome. Okay, so you've got quite a bit of experience, not only from the playing level, but from the coaching level as well. So that's pretty awesome. Um, and one thing you kept mentioning was was club basketball. We hear club basketball, club basketball, club basketball. And that's basically you know what we wanted to talk about today was club basketball. What exactly is it? So you mentioned that your boys are coming up. Uh, you got three of them, and, and they're coming up. They're playing, and you're becoming more and more familiar with it. Can you explain exactly what is club basketball? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, uh, club basketball didn't really even exist when I was growing up here in Boise, Idaho. Um, Once I got older, um, up into the upper grades in high school to about junior and senior years, there were some AAU teams, um, I guess, some, some kind of club basketball teams, not even close to the extent of, of organization that there is now with them. So I'd kind of seen that in high school, but um, now it's, it's, it's just a whole different uh, deal um, and set up in regards to the uh, organization and how many of them there are and when they start and, and everything else like that. So um, now I guess, uh, you know, kids start playing club basketball around the grades of, you know, around second or third grade. And uh, um, all they are is, you know, some in, in Boise, what they are is private organizations that have sprung up to teach the game of basketball to kids. And uh, they practice, you know, uh, a couple days a week and uh, start training, um, start training in the game of basketball at an early age. And, uh, you know, here in Boise, it starts about third grade, and it goes from third to, you know, 12th grade. Um, so so that's essentially what it is. Um, you know, it, so uh, it, it, if you aren't, uh, if you don't have a child involved in it, you might not even be aware of its existence. And what what is going on? I, I've, I've talked to people that, um, and even I've talked to people that have kids that really like basketball, and they don't even know that this kind of club subculture or this club basketball culture exists. And they'll have a kid that plays, you know, YMCA basketball because that's what they had when they were kids, and they just don't even know that these clubs exist and there's kids at their kids grade level or age that are training a couple times a week. So, um, so Go ahead. it's uh, kind of a, a newer thing, I guess, in the sense that it hasn't been around that long. And it, ha- it certainly wasn't around as much as it is now when I was a kid. Um, so players are getting, uh, better at shooting, they're getting better offensively, they're getting better at defensively, you know, than they really uh, ever have been because of the amount of time that they're uh, putting in through basically um, what's developed in uh, uh, through club basketball. Right, right. And, and it's interesting because, like you said, I mean, 
you mentioned that wasn't really around or it wasn't really well known or anything when you were, you know, going through school and, and growing up through, you know, the grade levels and such. I, I felt the same way. I mean, um, we're bo- both from the Boise area. When I was in high school, I mean, we're talking only 10 years ago, even um, the only club that I even knew of was it was called Boise Flight. And it wasn't really well known unless you were like a top notch player. Um, they were, you know, you, nobody knew about it unless you had a friend that was playing for them. Uh, Idaho Select was one of them, but we we never really heard about anything. And you mentioned YMCA basketball, Y ball is what they call it, and that's kind of how like we came up through the ranks, just playing Y ball, and then and then AAU was another one when we got into middle school. So is is club basketball AAU or is there a difference? And and if there is a difference, what is that difference? Uh, so there is a, a a big difference in the Boise area um, between what is AAU here and what is club basketball here. And uh, it's not like that in other cities or other necessarily other states, but um, AAU and club basketball can be synonymous in other areas. But here in Boise, AAU is much different. And that's because um, AAU here is, um, a y- is run by the YMCA. And so the way that it works here is that uh, AAU has basically become Y-Ball in in Boise. And it's because the YMCA runs that league. And um, and, uh, because of the requirements to join that league, to join the YMCA's AAU league, clubs aren't able to join it. So clubs cannot participate in the AAU league. Even if they are a part of the AAU member uh, organization, because of the way that the AAU league in Boise is set up, they cannot join the league. And specifically, the AAU league here in Boise um, is done by boundaries. So they, uh, they, the teams uh, are formed according to, to boundaries. So... Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like the Mighty Ducks. Like in the Mighty oh, yeah. Ducks, the hockey teams are formed uh, according to boundaries. And if you don't live within a certain boundary, you can't be a part of a certain team. So what's happened in, in Boise is you have two separately run, uh, I guess you have the, the AAU league run by the YMCA and then you have all these different club teams. And the club teams form their teams without regard to where the kids live. They'll take kids from anywhere. Uh, they hold a tryout, and if a kid wants to play for their club, they'll take them. It doesn't matter where they live. Um, because of that, they'll have a kid from West Boise. They'll have, you know, they may have a kid from West Boise. They may have a kid from Meridian. They might have a kid from uh, Southeast or, or South Boise, you know, or barely touching Nampa. So because that club team has players from all over, they can't enter the AAU tournament or they can't enter the AAU league. So, okay, okay. Um, so, so, that's, that's, so that's the difference. So you have these AAU teams that are run by the YMCA, um, and, then, and, then, and then it's kind of a problem for parents. It's like, as a parent, what do you do? Do you, do you put your kid in a club team that they can't play in the AAU league, or do you put your kid in the AAU, in the AAU league and what has happened is the club team, there's just so many club teams that have come up in the Boise area, and they're just a lot more competitive. Um, then the AAU program is just watered down. It's just not competitive. 
um, the talent level isn't as high because all uh, a lot of the the best players are like we're just going to play for our club. We, we don't care about playing in the AAU league. And so, uh, and so then what what has happened is it's just it's just all the better players in the area have decided just to not go into the AAU system here in in Boise, and they just stick with their with their club teams. So and uh, so a and and there really and there is no association or league that brings all the club teams together in the Boise area, which is uh, kind of ridiculous. So in the Boise area, you have um, some of the bigger clubs that are Hoop Dreams, Boise Slam, Idaho Elite. Um, there's a, a Christian Brace one called Ignite. There's one in Middleton called Inferno. There's one in Nampa called Evolution. There's another one in Nampa called Uptempo. So you have all these clubs that have sprung up, and there's no association bringing them together. Like soccer is kind of similar to basketball in that you have these different clubs. You got Boise Nationals, you got Nova, um, you know, all these different club soccer teams. And then there's an Idaho Soccer Association that brings them together and schedules games. Um, for club basketball, there's no association that brings them together. So it's just different clubs, different basketball minds, different basketball players that had kids or decided, you know, uh, for whatever reason, to develop their own kids or for whatever reason they decided to start a club and start training basketball players. And it's just each of them are on an island and there's nothing that brings them together. So in regards to that, versus AAU, they're just all, you know, a part of the YMCA league. So that's that's the difference between AAU here and uh, and club here. And so it's a constant, uh, there's a constant struggle between the two, um, you know, and parents face, you know, issues of what, what do we put our kid in? Do we put them in AAU? Do we put them in club? And there's a constant struggle between resources because the YMCA has uh, an agreement with the school districts here, which gives them exclusive use to their uh, gyms. Uh, ah, okay. There's a battle for resources between different clubs that are formed up and then uh, the, the AAU system. So, so that's, that's, that's the... That's kind of so. There's definitely so a so the the club teams here are definitely different from from AAU, and it's kind of a complex issue, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of, of parts to it as to to why it is what it is, but it's basically that the YMCA controls AAU, and a lot of the clubs view it as an inferior product, and they can't enter their teams in it. So they just forego the AAU system. And one of the things is that the YMCA, is, uh, uh, the, the AAU program, uh, doesn't go over a very long period of time. It's like it's basically during the fall versus uh, now sports are going. Sports like basketball here isn't year-round, although it is in other areas. 
and whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's not year-round. Um, but it certainly is longer than a two-month season or two-and-a-half-month season, which is basically what AAU in Boise offers. So if you're serious about basketball and, you, you know, you, you're a third grader or a fourth grader or whatever, a fifth grader, sixth grader, seventh grader, and, and you want to improve your skills and you want to compete – you know, not only in Boise, but nationally. You, you, you want to go to a major school. Um, you need to put in the time. And, and, and where right. do you put in that time in Boise? Um, AAU doesn't offer that. They, they offer a, a two-month time period. So, so you have to go into a club to get that time, but the club teams can't, can't enter the AAU league that's set up here. So, and nobody has set up another a, like somebody could set up another AAU league. Um, AAU is a national organization, and they could set up one separate from the YMCA, but nobody's done that. So oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so the so the club teams are definitely separate from from the AAU system. And if you if you're not educated about what the uh, what club basketball is here in Idaho, what it is here in Boise. Um, like I said, you could have a fifth grader or a fourth grader who, you know, you have them play Y ball. They they play Y ball. They play eight games a year or whatever in November and December, and you see your kid playing Y ball, and you think, wow, they're a good Y ball player. And then they hit fifth grade, which is when AAU starts in Boise, and you put them in AAU, and they're doing really well in the AAU, and you think, man, they're really good at basketball. You just missed the boat because nobody, none of none of the good players, none of the people that are passionate about, none of the basketball players that are passionate about basketball are playing in, in Y-ball or playing in AAU in Boise. They're playing club. They're playing club sports. I get that. I get that. That's really interesting. Now, in regards to, like, the tournaments, so you mentioned that, like, you can't join the AAU organizations because it's ran by the Y-ball you know, ran by the YMCA, I should say. And so they don't allow the club teams. And then you mentioned a ton of club teams that we have in the Treasure Valley. Just That's just here in Idaho. And, I mean, we're not even talking about the other states right now. Then where exactly do the kids compete? Like, what kind of tournaments do these club teams participate in? And you mentioned they may be outside of Idaho even? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Some of them compete a lot of tournaments outside of Idaho. But um, because there's no league, but there's a demand for somebody to organize games um, for these different clubs. I mean, there's, you know, a whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of these clubs, and they all need teams to play against. Um, so what has happened is there's a, an organization in Nampa, not affiliated with AAU, just a private uh, organization, privately run, non-governmental, um, that has developed – and that organization is called Crash the Boards. And they put on tournaments. Um, they don't offer a league, okay, where you can just sign up and say, we want, or we, we're going to enter your league, and there's eight or ten games for the season. There's no league. So it's on a tournament basis, and they provide a tournament almost every week. Last, last uh, year, during the winter months, they're providing a tournament almost every week. And uh, and they use Nampa Middle Schools 
um, for their tournaments. And so you pay them a fee, and uh, and then every club goes out. Not every club, but a lot of the clubs go out there, and they play tournaments every week or every two weeks. And uh, that's how they get competition. That's how they play games. And so, yeah, so that's how 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 it's done. It's it's kind of a different deal, and it's kind of a a mess in the sense that you have people coming from the north end. Okay, or the foothills. Uh, you have people coming from southeast, you know, driving all the way to Nampa so that their kids can play basketball because nobody in Boise has been able to figure out how to start a league that these clubs can play in. So that's that's where it's just kind of it's just kind of loosey goosey. It's a mess. There's there's nothing binding these uh, clubs together. So and then you'll have <clears throat> certain clubs that you know what maybe they had a bad experience with the organization in Nampa or for whatever reason, they don't like it. Well, then where do you play games? So you, you go out, you, your only option is to go out of state. And so, and then you may think that there's clubs that may think that they can't even get good quality competition here. We're just going to go out of state. So, so a lot, so a, a lot of teams will go out of state uh, more than they play games here. They'll, they'll enter more tournaments out of state than they will in the Idaho region for, for whatever reason. So. Gotcha. And I would imagine that, like, I mean, while it's frustrating and I'm sure it costs more to play out of state, at least you get the exposure and the, you know, the level of competition changes a little bit. I mean, I know even for us, like when, you know, we play in just like some three-on-three basketball tournaments now that I'm getting older, I mean, don't really play anything more than that but when we travel out of state to play in those i can just tell like the competition's a whole nother level in different states you get to you know see different competitions so i guess it's good for the kids but at the same time you always have to deal with you know the the expenses that go along with traveling right no absolutely uh um you're exactly right going out of town for going out of state out of town for exactly what you just stated is um you know, it, it costs a lot of money to do that, but there's just so much gained from doing that. And the level of Boise is basketball in Boise is just not, and in Idaho, it's not what it is in other areas in terms of the talent level and everything else. And so going and seeing um, that level is, is motivating for uh, for a player. Like you think, hey, I'm good in Boise. Well, how do I compare to, you know, if you play against, you know, kit, uh, a team from uh, Sacramento or Oakland or Seattle? You know, it's just uh, it's kind of an eye opener. And right, you know, so, so and and they're further along. Those cities are further along in the programs that they have and what they offer, and uh, and and um, there's a reason why they're. Um, better. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it sounds like, you know, from your perspective, that the, the club sports are the way to go. Now, one question that always comes up though, is, you know, how does it conflict with, or like, I shouldn't say conflict, but how does it go with high school? Let's say when you get to that high school level, now that you're, you've gone up the grades and you're, you know, now you're in high school and you've got your high school basketball that lasts a couple of months. Now that they're getting, you know, more and more intense, like basketball starts, you know, your off season's always going. So, 
I mean, how does it run with your your high school basketball, and which one's better? I know Vince Horderman actually touched base on this when I interviewed him a few weeks ago, but I kind of want your perspective on it in, in regards to, like, club sports or high school sports. Should you choose one over the other, or should they both run, you know, together? Right. Well, you know, I think that the, the choice isn't really there um, once you get to high school because clubs just really shut down uh, during the high school season. So they aren't even. Okay. Uh, the choice more comes, I think, in middle school. So <laughs> when you get to middle school, it's like the, the level of middle school basketball, like, uh, isn't just, it's just not very high. There's more middle schools than there are high schools. And then as you know, like there's more elementary schools than there are middle schools. And, and as the kids get older, they, they get the, the, at least in the Boise area, there's just, uh, there's, uh, more kids at a high school than there is an ele- at an elementary school. Right. And then there's more kids at a high school than there is at a middle school. So the, because of that, like more kids are getting cut, right. At high school, there's just right. it, it, every year that they go there, there's more kids getting cut. And so the level of basketball is higher in high school than it is at middle school. So, so, if you're serious about basketball in middle school and the level of basketball isn't necessarily that high as compared to club basketball, then you have to make a decision like, am I going to play for my club and just not play middle school? Or am I going to play, um, uh, you know, or am I going to play for my school team, which could put me in a difficult situation with my club because they're going to want me to continue playing or may want me to continue playing middle school basketball or, I mean, club basketball during my middle school season. So <clears throat> the choice isn't there. Now in Boise, like, everybody knows, I, or, I mean, no kid's going to forego their high school season. You know, so the, the choice isn't really there. But really, I think, like, there's this book by, uh, I think it's, his name is, like, Malcolm Gladwell, okay, and, and it talks about, like, what it takes to become an expert in something. And that's where this 10,000-hour um theory comes up that it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert in something. Well, well, the high school season just isn't long enough. It's like, so that's, that's the reason that clubs exist is because uh, there's kids that want to put in more work and, and want and are willing to put in more work. They want to get better and they, they need more time to do it. They need more practice time. They need players to play against practice against things like that. And so that's where the club comes in. And, Club uh, uh, um, goes longer than the high school season um, because you know, like for Idaho Select, uh, or you know, they're playing all through the summer, you know, and and I don't know necessarily about about Idaho Select because they're kind of a, a different type of animal in in the club club here clubs here in Boise. But you'll have somebody like Hoop Dreams that that plays, you know, from November to, to all through the summer, you know, from November to August, you know, so that's, uh-huh. and then they'll take times off. They can take times off for high school, but the high school season is like only like three months, you know? So, so they're spending more time with their club than they are with their high school. And now, I mean, uh, essentially club has become as far as like getting better, like your skill improvement, like they always see, say athletes are made in the off season. Right, like teams are made right. in the season, athletes are made in the off season. Like, I mean, you're. I think the athletes because they're spending more time with their club 
than they are with their high school, then they're getting more, they're getting better than in their clubs than they are at the high school. And not only that, like, uh, it's no longer, I don't think it's like, what did you do in high school? Like if you, if you look at uh, a, a player's biography, like when they get recruited by a college or whatever, they'll, they'll do a little write up on them. Like this is what they did in high school. They, their team won state, they averaged 20 points a game. Well, now what they're saying, they're, they're now including their club basketball experience. Like people want to know what club did they play at? Like they'll say they played for so-and-so club and they were tournament MVP of, of this tournament. And so club has become like what you've done in club basketball is kind of like more important now than what you've done in high school because you, because so, so that's kind of where the, you know, club is just taken over. And I think it's just the amount of uh, the, the, the regulations that limit the high school's ability to, to go longer than um, what athletes think is needed to get better. The, the high schools are just limited to, what, to what, how much they can develop an athlete, and clubs aren't. There's no rules or regulations regarding how long you can go, how much you can practice. And that, and that type of thing. So, so clubs have just really taken over as far as uh, player development, player exposure, you know, that, that type of thing. And it sounds like, um, it, so it does, it's starting to weigh more and more heavily on the recruiting process if the kids are really serious about, you know, taking it to the next level, you know, going to the collegiate level for basketball. They are looking at the club sports more. And so I was just going to ask you, you know, in regards to that, it sounds like, you know, if you're a parent, your kids want to play basketball, it's probably a smarter decision for the athlete themselves to actually participate in club sports as well as, you know, their school when it gets to the high school level. Now, which uh, which club should they choose? So how, do, how does a parent decide which club their kid needs to play for if they truly want the right development? Because you mentioned there's a ton of clubs, especially the younger levels. How does a parent choose for their kids? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a lifelong process, right? I mean, it's like, like, you know, I think if you don't, if your kid isn't playing club basketball, and some people may disagree with this, but if your kid isn't playing club basketball, like third grade, starting at third grade to sixth grade, I mean, unless they're just freakishly athletic, they're getting left behind, you know, with the amount of time that, a third grader puts on the court in club basketball, they're practicing twice a week playing in these tournaments. The amount of time that they're putting in, they're, they're just going to be so much more skilled um, than a player that doesn't put in the time. Um, unless they're just freakishly athletic, you know, which isn't a whole lot of kids. You know, there's just athletic, there's just that much more. Um, of an athlete. And so the skill doesn't matter as much. So, you know, it's, it's really gotta be, it, it, it that, that decision varies by age, but, uh, as to what club is best for, for a kid, I mean, it's going to, it's going to depend by age, but I think there are some certain things that, um, are, uh, they stay the same no matter what age they are. And, and one of it is, uh, um, 
the amount of times that they practice, okay, um, the amount of players that they're practicing with, uh, and then costs. And then coaches, and then the coach's ability to coach. Okay, and then I would take, like, after that, like, the club director's um, ability to run a club, uh, how organized they are, that that type of thing. But, you know, I mean, uh, like, for instance, so one of the things that's happened is there's a strain for resources here here in Boise, you know, for gym space. Um, and so, uh, and then, uh, so money has become a, motiva- a motivating factor, right? And the more kids you bring in, the more money you bring in. Well, so there's a motivation from a financial side is to bring like 20, 25 kids in, like per grade. Okay, so you got like third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. There's a, a financial motivation to bring in 25 kids because more kids, more money. The downside of that as a parent, or, or a, 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 the downside of that is that the kid suffers um, being taught. You know, there's, it, it's really hard to teach um, 25 kids the way that they need to be taught and the attention that they need to be given um, with that large of a group. Um, so, you know, uh, that's, that's one thing. That's, that's one of the problems here in Boise is that a lot of the club, clubs that are established are just that there's so much of a strain on resources that there's just too many kids on, on one team, you know, and then, or, or a part in one practice, you know, so, so, uh, um, and then also you got to think about, you know, how much is this going to cost type of thing? How much are they charging? What's the profit motivation uh, of the people uh, running the club? Um, you know, like a lot of cl- some clubs are run by some coaches have uh, uh, um, coaches that are being paid. Well, you kind of got to weigh that. It's like one is that you're not going to have a dad coach the team. You're having somebody that's being paid coach the team. So, so what are the advantages versus disadvantages of that? Like you have the like an advantage would be you have somebody that doesn't really like isn't going to favor one kid over another because they, none of their kids are there. You know, like they don't have a kid in it. Uh, a disadvantage would be um, that you're having to pay that person for that person's time. They may not be as passionate about putting in as much time as they would if they had a kid involved um you know so so that's kind of that's kind of it i mean um the okay. amount of you know the amount of money that that uh is needed you know to put your kid in a club um to and then who are the coaches you know do they have the expertise needed um do you think they're going with a club that's run by parents versus a club that's run by non-parents is better. Um, and then, you know, who, who is your kid? How many kids is your kid going to be training with? Um, you know, and then, and then besides that, I would say like playing time, like how, like when you get to like younger, the younger grade, the younger grades, like, well, and really all grades, like your kid needs to be able to play in games to develop. And so, right. You're talking about like if you if you take a third grader and you just didn't play them because they're not as good, like in games. First of all, what does that do to a third grader mentally? Um, like how 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 bad would they feel about themselves? Second, like they're not going to develop, right? Because like 
uh, the the guy sitting next to him that's playing the whole game is going to develop more, right? Like a game after game, you play a 20 game season, and, and this kid played every minute of every game, and your kid played three minutes. Like that's not a good situation. So you got to look at the size of the teams, what their playing time philosophy is. Um, you know, Idaho. Speaking of Idaho Select, you know, from the from my understanding of, of talking with those guys, is they run with eight guys, which is an ideal number. You know, because with eight guys, you get uh, um, everybody gets enough playing time. You know, versus if you take twelve guys to go into a game with twelve guys, there's just uh, you know, it, it's a lot harder to get 12 guys into a game. I mean, you, you know, somebody's not going to play half the game with 12 guys. You take 10 guys, each only plays half the game, you know. So eight guys, well, now everybody's playing more than half the game. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for the information, especially everything you've shared today on the show. Um, that's it's a lot more information than I had before. And like I said, for people like myself, I mean, I've been around the sport my entire life, but uh, – in regards to club sports, I, I I don't know a lot, and this is something that's newer to me. So hopefully the listeners, especially here in the Boise Valley, um, can take something from it and and learn and realize you know the importance of club sports, especially club basketball, um, if their kids are really serious about taking that next step. Uh, before we get going though, Adam, do you have any final words you'd like to say? Anything like that before we before we head out? You know, as I've navigated this, I've started a club. Um, and that my son has played on. We've formed a team that we've run the last two years, and uh, it's called Team Approach, and we're going to have tryouts next week for our club, and we're basically having tryouts for grades second through sixth, Um, and so if there's anybody out there that has an interest for their child to come try out for our club, we'd love to have you. It's going to be at at North Star Charter School at 6 p.m. next Monday on July 31st. Great. And outside of this podcast, Adam, how can they find information about Team Approach? You know, we're really small, and uh, we kind of have a personal dynamic going in that we we run a small program and small teams. Um, So there's a lot of personal interaction. I, I haven't formed a website. They can go to our Facebook page. They search Team Approach Boise. But other than that, um, you know, they're going to have to seek me, <laughs> seek me out, you know, or seek somebody else that's, that's involved with Team Approach. I would say go to our Facebook page and, and search us out that way. You know, we're kind of like a word-of-mouth organization. I'm not trying to create some huge business or anything else like that. All right. All right. No, for sure. So everybody out there, if you're interested in it, uh, follow his Facebook page. Like you just said, go over there and like it. And then if you have any questions, you can you can message straight from there um, to see if you you know can get any more information about his club team that he's got going on, the club organization. And once again, Adam, I just wanted to say thanks for uh, joining me here on the Game Time Guru. And I'm sure you and I will be seeing each other, I mean, so- somewhere around in the basketball tournaments around the city and such. So, uh, so you, guys, you guys beat us last year in Bam Jam, and you guys had a great team. Um, we had some uh, great shooters, and you – um, some good threes so hopefully we don't see see you guys in Bam Jam again yeah man it's always a good time playing against (laughs) y'all all right Adam well we'll talk to you soon man and appreciate you joining me for the show